Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. High school basketball on the boys' side tonight. Warsaw beats Homestead 62-50. I'm sorry. We have a Before I do that, let's talk about the scoreboard update. I'm sorry, BK. I was so excited to talk to the coaches, not to slight you. Brendan King with a scoreboard update. Coach, you are the captain. You decide where we land. Always appreciate the time. Let's start with the Indiana Hoosiers defeating Maryland tonight, 65-53. Hoosiers get the best night so far as an IU man from Khalil Ware. 18 points and 14 rebounds. But the story of the night, new Indiana head football coach Kirk Signetti on the court. You think he's ready to coach football in the Big Ten? I think so. So the Hoosiers get an important win. They're six and one. As for Purdue, right now, halftime in Evanston. Forty to thirty-two your score at half. The number one boilers looking to improve to eight and zero. But remember, they lost to Northwestern on the road last year. And a big reason of that was because Boo Booey had twenty-six points. Bowie is keeping Northwestern alive right now. He's the only Wildcat in double figures with eleven. And Zach Eady missed out on a first half double double by only two two rebounds he had 14 and eight along with three blocks in that first half boy Zach Eady is a man on a mission as of late all right let's go to some high school basketball couple of overtime scores to report Eastern Pekin outlasted West Washington 59 56 that was in double OT and Fort Wayne Blackhawk defeated New Haven 54 51 an extra time staying in the 2-6-0 Fort Wayne North handled DeKalb 70-57. It was Fort Wayne Snyder beating Fort Wayne South 60-55. Elsewhere, Crispus Attics, they are really, really good. They beat out of Ohio, Withrow, 59-38. Cathedral gets the 79-63, bashing a rebuffed Jesuit. And Indianapolis, Washington, they take care of Irvington Prep, 79-58. Looking on, Kokomo defeated Peru, 72-45. It was Leo all over Heritage, 47-31. Liberty Christian, they blow out Purdue Poly, 76-32. It was Linton, Linton Stockton over Clay City, 63-47. McConaqua defeated North Miami, 70 39-37. Manchester topping Wawasee tonight, 60-44. It was Mitchell, 54. Crawford County, 26. Monrovia picked up the win over Cascade, 42-37. Pike gets the 74-49 victory over Indianapolis Metropolitan. Plainfield hones on against Whiteland, 69-58. Shackamack, 48. Bloomfield, 47. And a heartbeater tonight. It was South Bend St. Joseph over South Bend Adams, 76-52. South Dearborn, 61. Jack Sendell, 46. Sullivan over Northview, 48-43. Switzerland County by a pair over Clarksville tonight, 53-51. It was tipped in 47, Frankfurt 42. And Warsaw gets the 62-56 W against Homestead. College football, there is a big championship game tonight. That's number three, Washington, and number five, Oregon. Washington at half leads the Ducks 20-10. Remember, Michael Penix Jr., the IU transfer, is quarterbacking Washington. As for the Colts this weekend, they'll take on the Titans out in Tennessee. Indianapolis facing some adversity. Cornerback Juju Brents will miss a fifth straight game. Shane Steichen about asked about said 
adversity? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I just think like focus at the task at hand. There's going to be stuff that comes up throughout the season. It's going to happen throughout every season, you know, and you just got to do your job. Everyone's going to do their job and, and keep it moving. And that's just the way I look at it, you know. These are some girls basketball scores. Edgewood 51, Cloverdale 34. It was Fort Wayne Snyder blasting Fort Wayne South 72-17. Plainfield 61, Whiteland 50. Tri-Township picked up the 42-33 W against Westville. Wheeler 35, River Forest 27, and Lebanon took down Crawfordsville 45-14. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. So glad you could join us. IU in action tonight. John Herrick joins me. Down in Bloomington. Good win for the Hoosiers tonight, John. Very impressive win. Good to be back home. Shot the ball reasonably. Shot it all right. Great defensively from behind three. But a good win for the Hoosiers to open up a Big Ten play against Maryland. Oh, my gosh, Bob. What a time it is right now uh, on the IU campus in Bloomington. Oh, I mean, the yeah. men's basketball team's playing well. So is the women's basketball team. IU's got a new football coach who's got – incredible energy and enthusiasm. The men's soccer team is in the Elite Eight. They play second-ranked uh, Notre Dame tomorrow. I mean, what a time it is on this campus right now. But, yeah, the, this game tonight, Indiana looks very good for most of it. Uh, they pushed the lead to 23 on a Trey Galloway layup with 11.24 to go. And then over the course of the last 11 minutes and change, they turned the ball over 11 times. It was a strange game. They only had three turnovers in the first half, but then they had 13 in the second half. And I know that's not something that Coach Mike Woodson was happy about. But, again, they got great production from a lot of guys, and they, they really put Maryland on the ropes uh, from the beginning. And they led, from the, they led for the entire way, which I think is important. You know, you look at how they struggled against mm-hmm. Wright State, struggled against Harvard, struggled against Florida Gulf Coast, and it was nice for them to have a game where they led from the outset led by as many as 23 and found a way to win by 12. Well, that's a great point. Uh, you know, there's a reason why you play a variety of teams and styles in your pre-conference play. You learn a little bit about yourself. Still know that they have to clean up uh, their ability to knock down threes, which is encouraging that they defended so well tonight. Yeah, and, and the, also the other thing that's positive about it, too, is you don't have Xavier Johnson who's out with a foot injury. Yeah, who right. knows how long he could be out. could be more than just tonight. So, uh, you know, Gabe Cups ran the offense, facilitated well, really did a good job on defense. He's yet to really get his offensive game going, but that's not too bad when you're outscoring teams in the paint the way Indiana is. I mean, they mm-hmm. outscored Harvard in the paint on Sunday, 50-28, to 28, and then outscored uh, Maryland tonight in the paint, 40-26. to 26. And Khalil Ware, another dominant performance for him in a double-double, 18 points and, and 14 rebounds. But it was also, too, really good to see Trey Galloway, who's kind of struggled a little bit offensively. Um, Don Fisher's made this point on the broadcast about how right. he might be struggling with his confidence. So to see him really take charge tonight and score 12 points, I think there was a, there was a sequence where he got three layups in a row and that, that's just good to see a guy like that who's been having issues offensively, knowing, though, he's got to take more of the onus and put that on himself with Xavier mm-hmm. Johnson out. But to see him play the way that he played tonight, that was also a good thing uh, to have for the Hoosier basketball team. 
And the uh, new football coach got everybody excited when he told them that uh, everybody except IU sucked. I think that's a great way to get everybody behind you. I don't blame him. Um, if you, you, <laughs> it's, you got a lot of people on your side now. So I think it was, it was a great day down in Bloomington today. Yeah, uh, the funny thing is, and I and I told this to our crew tonight, I actually got a text message from a friend of mine who graduated from the University of Michigan, by the way, and said, you know what? I don't care that he said that about my school. I love this guy. I mean, so even yeah. people from the opposition, they love it because they know <laughs> that if you're going to be competitive, right. if you're going to be competitive in the Big Ten, you've got to have that swagger. You've got to have that confidence and a right. belief about yourself and that edge. And uh, this coach certainly has it. Kurt Signetti's got all of those tools and ingredients, and and he's been a winner everywhere he he's been. And he was asked about a season that he had it where he was like fourteen and nine, and and he was like that. He's like, yeah, that's not even that great. It's like, <laughs> so I mean, right, right. He's, he, it's just the guy doesn't stop working, and he's got a high motor, and that that's really I think going to win a lot of these players over. And you know, we'll see what it translates to on the football field next year. John Herrick on the call of IU's win over Maryland down in Bloomington tonight. John, I'll look forward to spending some time with you um, throughout the weekend. Thanks so much for the call. Have a great night. Thanks, Bob. Warsaw over Homestead, 62-56. Matt Moore joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on the win. Thanks, Coach. It's only the second time in uh, 13 years that the Tigers have upended the Spartans, and uh, it was wow. in excellent fashion tonight. Down double digits in the first half on two occasions, down nine in the fourth quarter, and uh, ended up kind of turning up the heat and made some plays down the stretch and led by junior Brant Martin with 23 and junior Luke Bricker with 22. So it was a good win. Good win. You probably didn't uh... – Coach, that music means I've got to run to a scoreboard update, but I do want to come back and talk. If you can hang in there a little bit longer, we'll come back and talk about it, okay? Absolutely. Perfect. We'll continue our conversation with Matt Moore from Warsaw. We'll talk about Center Grove's win and my Quakers with a W tonight. We'll talk with Andy Weaver when we come back on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update. Here on Indiana Sports Talk, we continue our coverage of high school basketball around the state here on IST. We'll begin with Avon taking care of Hamilton Southeastern 49-36. And Anderson had no problem with Indianapolis Homeschool 73-48. It was Bloomington South over Bedford North Lawrence tonight 43-36. Concord 45, Jimtown 30. How about the defense of Connorsville tonight, holding Rushville to just 17. Connorsville wins it 41-17. Covenant Christian puts up 85 on Cummington. They beat them 85-58. Culver 61, Lakeland Christian 31 tonight. They double them up. Dalville with the 51-50 victory over Monroe Central. That went down to the wire. Edinburgh 48, Oldenburg Academy 39. It was Fisher's beating Noblesville 66-59. An 80-piece for Faith Christian. They won it 80-78. Fairfield, they take down Prairie Heights 63-27. It was Greensburg topping Batesville 48-42. Indian Creek all over Owen Valley tonight. That's a final of 83-46. It was Jake County 55, Woodland 42. 
Kokomo over Peru, 72-45. Leo got the W over Heritage, 47-31. Lagodi, 58. Wood Memorial, 31 tonight. It was Liberty Christian over Purdue Poly, 76-32. Mooresville, 47. Perry Meridian, 41. Munster has the win over Ileana Christian, 74-31. North Davies, 44. Shoals, 27. And North Putnam by 10 over South Putnam, 60-50. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, year number 30 of the legendary show. We're glad you're with us. We were talking with Madden Moore from Warsaw. They beat Homestead tonight, 62-56. So run through that stat again three times in how many years? Second time in 13 years. Second time. Second time in 13 years. How often did you mention that this week in practice? Well, you're not part of those. We get we had a young group last year. Uh, we we right. started four sophomores last year. We went fourteen and ten, and so we returned that whole group. And so, um, part of that process is just believing, and and you got to beat them. Yeah, uh, to have that belief. And and we, like I said, down nine in the fourth, uh, made it interesting, and we're able to kind of find some shots late that went in our way, and and stretch it out to to get the win. Gutty moved to play four sophomores, <laughs> knowing full well they'll become four juniors. <laughs> and so yeah. that's uh, you know, that's great to watch them grow up and mature and, and understand the game, is it not? Yeah, in big second half for us overall. Those guys were a big part of this turnaround. And second half shot 57% and shot 44 from three and 90 from the line. Um, and like I said, Brant Martin, a 6'3 junior, had 23 for us. And Luke Bricker, a 6'3 junior, had 22 for us. So those two guys came up big. All right, so tell me, who plays well for you, Coach? Let's give some love to these guys and let the whole state hear who, are, who they are. Yep, you know, um, you know, Carson Gould, the three-year starter for us, has been uh, mm-hmm. kind of our catalyst and, and does a great job of running the show. His brother Jackson's down at Indiana Wesleyan now. Uh, Carson led the way with six assists. Brant Martin with 23 and Luke Bricker with 22. Um, just a really, really good effort for that group to kind of come away with a hard-fought victory. Who's up next for you? Uh, we are back at it tomorrow night again against Huntington North, and, uh, and then we roll into conference play in about two weeks out. So finding our rhythm right now with this group. It's been a fun <laughs> group to coach, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing if we can come back tomorrow and respond the right way. And I'm hopeful you and I will be talking tomorrow night. Matt Moore, the head coach at Warsaw, they beat Homestead 62-56. Coach, thank you so much. Good luck tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Plainfield beats Whiteland 69-58. Andy Weaver joins me, the head coach of the Quakers. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on the win tonight. Thanks, Bob. It's always a good night in the Lovell House when the Quakers win. So literally the first thing I'll do when I go to bed is remind my wife that we won tonight. So congratulations. We got some new faces. We got a different look with this group, don't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, You know, we graduated four seniors last year. So we are a blend of some experience and and some new faces for sure and some youth. So, um you know, we ended up with four guys in double figures tonight. Uh, a senior for us, Colin Schmidt, led us with 23 points. Uh, and he scored, uh, you know, he's a six seven senior. He scored six twos and three threes uh, for his 23 points and, and he made some free throws mm. also. Eli, Eli Ellis is another senior for us. 
uh, mm-hmm. in double digits with 14. But then we have Noah Smith, a sophomore, in double digits at 10. And Harper Baker Lands is a freshman for us who's starting for us at point guard, and he had 10. So four Quakers and double figures. Well, that's a good way to do it. I mean, I think everybody's looking for that type of balance. Um, what makes this team go right now, Coach? Well, I, I think you just said it. it, it it's balance. And, you know, we've, we've been fortunate to get off to a great start this year, and and uh, we're 3-0, and and all four games, I think we've had four in double figures. So, uh, you know, I, I think we've got – you know, multiple offensive weapons and, uh, you know, uh, you know, teams are going to, you know, scout and try to take away uh, your strengths and stuff. And so when you have multiple guys that can score, it's obviously a good thing. So uh, I think that's been a big key for us. Who's up next for the Quakers? At Carmel tomorrow night. So, um, yeah, we get a big test here right off, right, right, right early in the season. So it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's going to be a great test. You know, Coach Osborne uh, is obviously uh, one of the best. Uh, sure. You know, and uh, they're they're going to be so good defensively. Uh, they're they're going to be fundamental. Uh, they got a big win tonight at Lawrence Central, so uh, it'll be a big test for the Quakers. But uh, you know, uh, we wanted to up our schedule a little bit to help us. Uh, right. You know, to right. get ready for. For our, for our conference season, for our county tournament, and obviously for the state tournament and those types of things. So a non-conference game at Carmel, um, you know, is, is going to tell us a lot of things next week that we're going to have to work on for sure. And at the same time, we want to go over there and compete and, uh, sure. and, and kind of see where we, where we measure up. Plainfield beats Whiteland tonight, 69-58. Andy Weaver, thanks so much. Congratulations. Hail to the varsity, as always, and good luck tomorrow night. All right. Thanks, Coach. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks very much. Rick Sodder joins me from the Center Grove Sports Network. Trojans, 55-44 winners tonight. Coach, or Rick, thanks so much for the call. Good win for Center Grove this evening. It was a good win. Uh, team played well, came out very strong in the first quarter, up 21-10, to and, and up 33-18 to at halftime. So, team played really well. Got themselves some foul trouble. We had 29 fouls today. between. Uh, so, the game lasted quite a while, and we were looking to see if the JV team was going to have to suit back mm-hmm. up again with so many guys. But <laughs> And uh, Bloomington North made a nice comeback. They they uh, Luke Lindemann played well and, and had 16 points and, and played well in the second half. But able to hold them off and pretty well-rounded scoring for us. We had uh, two guys double figures, but three other guys with seven points, and pretty good defensive effort today by Coach Hahn. You know what? This is a highly ranked team. Depending on the poll, I've seen them. I've seen them as high as one, one, two, top five. Uh, clearly, some big time expectations for this group. There are, and they got a lot of the guys back. They they lost Luke Ankney, who was a leading scorer, kind of the heartbeat of the team last right. year. But everybody else uh, that played significant minutes is back, and we got a good size. Uh, Michael Ephraim, who has moved in from Florida, is still finding his way. He's he's a senior. I mean, he's a junior. He starts and very strong in the rebounding defensive end. So, so he's only played three years of organized basketball. So he on the offensive end is is going to be a guy that you can already see it. It's going to improve leaps and bounds, but. Good size also. Peyton Bird, 6'7". Uh, Will Spillman's uh, 6'6". Um, and, uh, and so they've got some good size. Uh, and, and a leading uh, 
Jalen Bundy, point guard, is um, kind of kind of a strong, uh, very strong, good assist guy. And, and Joey Schmidt's very good three pointer uh, shooter. So well rounded. Um, I think we'll drop a little bit after getting upset in overtime by Franklin uh, mm-hmm. the other day. And Franklin just shot the lights out. Uh, played really mm-hmm. well. But uh, we'll see kind of where things go. Is tomorrow playing Attics in the Brownsburg tournament, and then the next Saturday playing Warren Central in the Southport tournament. So that'll give um, I think Coach Hine a, a pretty big, good uh, idea of where the team's at. All right, Kevin Conrad from your network was the yep. first producer of Indiana Sports Talk. He told me that today. He said, ask me if I'd call in. He said, you may hear my name. Yes. Since he, I was a producer <laughs> with him, and Kevin's a great guy. He and I have been doing this for 17 years since we were uh, had our kids in rec basketball. And, right. And, uh, right. and so it's been a lot of fun, and he's just a fantastic guy. And, and uh, so he definitely wanted to say hello on, on his end. Uh, I'm glad he did, and I will tell you, uh, I owe him a, a tremendous debt of gratitude. There's no one better. Uh, he and Stacy, I worked with uh, both of them. Uh, when we started this endeavor 30 years ago, love them. Uh, so glad I had a chance to work with them. And uh, another aside for Center Grove, my first job out of college, teaching ninth grade English at Center Grove Junior High. How about that? Wow, that is impressive. Yeah, yeah, good. So you got to have a little bit of 1970. Bit of- yeah, 1972, and I made a whopping seven thousand dollars. <laughs> And thought well, I'd hit the lottery quite yeah, Exactly. Frankly. Well, 72, that was pretty uh, pretty good. It's quite a bit difference yeah. in size of school from 72 to where we are in 23. But, uh, yeah, um, absolutely. One, one extra comment. Zach Hahn tonight had, had hit his 139th win. That is the all-time oh, record okay. in a row. He passed Tom Jones at 138. And, uh, so 10th year, 139 right. wins. And he's had a great, uh, really great program so far. He really has. Give Kevin my best. I appreciate the call. And uh, call me back. You know, Don't just make this a one-time thing, Rick. Call me on Sounds Friday good. and Saturdays. I look forward to it. Thanks so much. Will do. Pre- appreciate it, Coach. Thank Co- you. Yeah, Thank you very much. Sorry to bore you with the uh, trip down memory lane, everyone. We're going to come back and talk some more ball. Brent Dalrymple from North Davies is going to join us. Corbin Lingenfelter will also join us talking about Forest Park. We got a lot of basketball to talk about. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We got we've got a ball game in Evanston, folks. 47 all, number one Purdue in Northwestern. Remember, the Boilers were up nearly 10 at halftime, but Boo Booey just made a free throw to give Northwestern the 48-47 lead. Booey is the guy that won Northwestern the game last year over Purdue. He had 26 last season. He's got 19 right now with just a touch over 15 minutes left in the second half. He is really the straw that stirs the drink for Northwestern, Zach Eady just missed a shot. So Northwestern's got the lead and the ball right now about a quarter way through the second half. Indiana did pick up the 65-53 win over Maryland. Best night yet for Khalil Ware, the Oregon transfer. 18 points and 14 rebounds for him. Big day at college basketball tomorrow as well. This is your slate. Get ready for this one. Noon starts between Notre Dame and number 8 Miami. And then IUPUI hosts Northern Kentucky. What you really have to plan for, though, 
is the 2 o'clock window. Northern Iowa visits Evansville. The Purple Aces just lost for the first time this year this week at Missouri State. They look for a rebound. Also at 2, Valparaiso Belmont. Indiana State goes to Bradley. And Bellarmine is at Ball State. All four of those are at 2 p.m. Then it's a 3 o'clock tip between Purdue-Fort Wayne and Oakland. I'll tell you what, Purdue-Fort Wayne Mastodons, they might be, besides IU and Purdue, of course, the best team in the state at the moment that's how good they've been i'm brendan king welcome back everyone i'm bob lovell this is indiana sports talk glad you could join us tonight uh we have a lot of basketball to talk about speaking of basketball north davies over shoals tonight 44 27 north davies brent dalrymple joins me coach thanks so much for the time and congratulations on an impressive win tonight well, thank you very much. Appreciate you having me on. It's been a been a while since we talked, and appreciate yeah. everything you do on this show. So, um, you know, it's always always the start of basketball season when you hear Coach Level <laughs> and talking to him. So that's where we're well, at. You're, you're listen. You're very kind, and um, uh, I I had told people. I told my wife. You can appreciate this. I told my wife. You know, this is going to be my thirtieth year, and I'm going yep. to. Uh, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it a career. I'm. I'm, I'm just going to stop at right. thirty, and yeah. and then so uh, I, I informed the network a few days well, ago. I, I didn't actually mean that. I don't. You know, no. I, I, I just had this misguided see. notion. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I I just thought it. You know, thirty, right? Nice round number. Yep. And my yep. wife says, "By the way, what is it you think you're going to do to occupy your time?" And I said, "Well." I didn't think that went through. (laughs) Of course, you know, she has talked me off. You know, listen, your wife's a coach's wife. My wife's a coach's wife. She'll tell you that I I would resign probably, uh, you know, some some years, 20 times a year. (laughs) Some some years, only five or six. But uh, that's how it goes. I just, yeah, I I like ball. You know, think about it. My life has been. I played three sports in high school, played two in college. I've, I've been involved in uh, sports my entire adult life, either as a coach yeah. or as a broadcaster. So you, you, you don't walk away and from you don't, no, As a player. No, you're right. You don't walk away from this. And then, you yeah. know, I sit in my house in Franklin for five hours on a weekend and get paid to talk to my friends <laughs> like you about sports and get paid for it. Uh, so yeah. who has a better life? Well, that's what I'm saying. So tell me about I, yeah, I the you. win over the Jug Rocks tonight. Tell me how you did this. It looks well, to me like says, you locked them up defensively. Yeah, says a lot of people, you know, know uh, the last couple of years have just been yeah. outstanding. And, and I, I wouldn't even say on another level. It's been on a, on a, another two or three levels as far as the talent and, you know, just the size and strength and veterans that we've we've played with. Well, we've completely started over. We had – I think we had 10 points and eight rebounds back. We, we played six seniors last year, and that was it. And right. uh, so so we had 10 points and eight rebounds total coming back. And so uh, just really pr- proud of the kids for uh, buying in to, to kind of our program and our, our way of doing things. And it starts with defense, and you're exactly right. You know, to hold them to 27 points, kids really. Yeah. It was kind of the first time we've, we've had a scouting report that we had to follow. And, you know, just all these growing pains of me getting to know them and them getting to know me. Um, really proud of them tonight um, for doing what they did. You know, the fun thing is, 
is that you know, let's be honest. You know, we're friends. I can, we can be honest. When, when you had Jalen and those guys, you, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't have. You know, you could you could you coached them, but uh, they coached themselves a lot. So well, now it, for it, you, I'm, you get yeah, you get to go back and and you know go yeah. back to your roots and be a coach. Yes, yes, uh, that's what you know. People ask me how how different is that. So I'm I said well. Obviously, it's different, but it's not different than the other 20 years that I coach. You know, I mean, uh, you know, we've had this this talent, uh, you know, most of the time I've been at North Davies, which is, uh, you know, very good, very solid, but uh, right. you got to do it a different way. And uh, so, like I said, kids really bought in as, as a program, and, um, you know, we're learning as we go. We're a work in progress. We play Washington tomorrow, which, you know, that's got potential. Yeah. But, be be disaster for us actually uh you know but we we got to really come to play but um you know we'll, we'll learn every single game and our goal is to be ready in march and you know that's that's where we're headed brent dalrymple is the basketball coach at north davies tonight they beat the jug rocks of shoals 44-27 taking on the Hatchets tomorrow night in Washington. Coach, thanks. I appreciate it, as always. Good luck tomorrow night. Yes, sir. Always good to talk to you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Corbin Lingenfelter joins me from WITZ Jasper. Tonight, Forest Park, 65-44 winners over Pike Central. Corbin, thanks for the call. Well, Coach, thank you for having me. It was a great night for Ranger fans. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, this is a uh, a rival, a team you have familiarity with. You guys are you know close to one another. Big win. Things went well on both ends of the floor tonight for the Rangers. Yeah, uh, the first quarter kind of got off to a little bit of a slow start for Forest Park. Pike Central actually led the Rangers by three heading into the break, but it was just lights out from the second quarter. Reed Howard, can't say anything bad about this kid about his performance tonight. Kid had three threes in a row within two minutes in the second quarter, pushing the Rangers out by 20, if my memory serves me right, heading into the halftime break. And Forrest Park just never let off the gas. It was consistently doing whatever they could to get this win and get get Coach Mesmer his first two and zero start of his coaching career. So what you know? What are the expectations here about this ball club? You know, this was a non-win team last year, but if right. they were the team of the sectional. I mean, they beat Crawford County to open it up, beat Tell City in the second round in March, and then came back against North Posey after being down thirteen to two to take the sectional forty-eight title. And then also went on to play, I think it was, um, I can't remember exactly what team it was last year. I apologize for that. But this is a Ranger team that's always got fire in them, and they're always going to look to get over the hump, get over to that next step. And I truly think this could be a multiple uh, win, multiple uh, 10-plus win team this year just by the way these kids are playing. Yes, they've lost a lot of big guys, 
Uh, Bryce mm-hmm. Markheimer left mm-hmm. at graduation. Reed Yoakum is gone. Uh, Luke Hauser, who was their number one block shot blocker last year, he's gone to graduation. But they've made up with it with the young guys who are moving in from the JV team that lost only just one game all season last year. And the JV guys coming up now, are they're looking even better this year. So the future looks bright for Forrest Park, and this season looks extremely good for Coach Mesmer and this Forrest Park Ranger team. Who do they play next, Corbin? Who's up next? They've got Tell City at home tomorrow night, and that game is actually going to be played in the old gymnasium and my broadcast partner, Doug Fisher, reminded me that that gym has not had a varsity basketball game regular season played in it since 1994-95 in that area. It's also retro night as well for Forest Park, so the Ranger fans out there show up in your old Forest Park gear as they celebrate the old gymnasium and come and watch a good Rangers game because I'm sure Dell City is going to give is going to be an amazing game the Rangers take Saturday night. So what will your wardrobe consist of tomorrow? I know it's radio, but you gotta you gotta play along with Retro Night tomorrow night. What's it gonna be? You say I get coach, sorry, I'm going through a dead spot and cell signal. No, no, no. I, I I'm saying it's retro night tomorrow night, so what's your wardrobe gonna be? Well, I'm actually not on the call tomorrow night. We've got Chris oh. filling in for me, so right. Uh, now, yeah. yeah. So you got uh, out of that. Yeah. I, I like how you deflected that. That was, that was well done. <laughs> well, I might have to pull out some uh, old Coach Bob level attire from your coach days uh, to yeah. make up for you know, it. You'll be wearing a leisure suit, man, uh, from back in the 70s. <laughs> That'll be the deal. All right, Corbin. I appreciate the call. Corbin Lingenfelter on the call of. Forest Park's 65-44 win over Pike Central. Have fun tomorrow night, Corbin. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Coach. Have a good one. Thank you. The best at what he does, Greg Rakestraw joins me. Not doing basketball. To... Well, Greg, hang in here. we got to come to a scoreboard update, all right? So hang in. He's still the best at what he does. He's just going to have to wait. Because we're going to talk about a football game with Mr. Rakestraw when you come back after Brendan King's scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Back to the high school basketball scores. A whole bunch of county tournaments around the state will begin with the Cass County Invitational third place game. Caston took care of Pioneer 63-34. And in the first place game, down to the wire, Logansport holds on by a penny over Lewis Cass 49-48. Lafayette tournament. It was Benton Central beating McCutcheon by a pair 44-42. Lafayette Central Catholic wider margin against Twin Lakes. That's a 59-44 final. And Harrison West Lafayette, a win over Lafayette Jeff 50 239. The Banks of Wabash Tournament. South Vermilion 78, North Vermilion 56. And then Park Heritage hammered Riverton Park 73-14. It was Switzerland County by a deuce over Clarksville 53-51. Sullivan picks up the 48-43 victory over Northview. It was Plainfield 69, Whiteland 58, Penn 73, South Bend Clay 53 up in the 574. And Pendleton Heights beating LaPelle 41 
28. As for what's happening with Purdue right now, back and forth it's been in the second half. Northwestern had a short lead, but number one Purdue back in front, 59-56. Northwestern with the ball. Zach Eady already with a double-double. He has been a machine with 23 points and 11 rebounds. But speaking of machine mentality, Boo Booey, 26 last year against the Boilers when Northwestern beat him. He's got 21 right now with 825 left in the second half. 59-56 Purdue. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, as promised. Greg Rakestraw with us, the best at what he does. Has the America's Crossroads Bowl. This is a football game played in Indiana. I'll let Greg give you the details. And this one, Ashland beats McKendry 23-20. to Great game, Greg. Thanks so much for the call. Of course. The game was played at Hammond Central High School. This is the fourth playing of the game. Previous three years were played at the Brickyard at Hobart. And this game is put on by the Greater South Shore Convention and Visitors Association. So this is designed to bring more attention to Northwest Indiana, the region, all it has to offer. And what this is, these are teams from the Great Midwest Athletic Conference, which is primarily Mm -hmm. an Ohio Division II league with some Michigan schools on it as well. And the Great Lakes Valley Conference, of course, of which UND is a member. Right. The Division Two guys, as you well know, as much as Division Three, FCS, NAI, et cetera, have playoffs. So these were the top teams from those two leagues that did not qualify for the NCAA Division Two postseason. So, for example, UND won the GLVC. They were eliminated mm-hmm. by Pittsburgh State in the NCAA tournament two weeks ago. Tiffin won the GMAC. They actually were beaten last week by Slippery Rock, which, by the way, folks, Slippery Rock is an actual place. It is a school in Pennsylvania. So Ashland and McKendry were the teams that were deemed to be the best in their league that did not qualify for the postseason, so they played in the bowl game. And for those that don't think that bowl games are, are meaningful or important, I would tell you to go back and watch this game on ISCSportsNetwork.com because these two schools never played each other, act like they were old rivals. They were hidden. Yeah. They were chirping. They yeah. were going after it. This was an important game that was played in the rain and mist of Northwest Indiana tonight. Yeah, because you know what? You know, some of those guys are wrapping up their careers and they're playing in a bowl game. Okay, I mean it's what it, it's the it's what college football does. If you're anything at all as a football program in college, you're playing in a bowl game. That's the whole concept. And there, this is their bowl game. And yeah, they're playing hard. They're playing as hard as they can play. They are. Uh, what's unique about about this game? At least one of the teams in McKendry. McKendry had six seniors on their football team this year. Six. Wow. Uh, so, and part of that is, is because of the COVID year and free pass. And right. you know, there are third-year freshmen and seventh-year seniors at this point. So we've kind of lost track of time. But just six guys who this was going to be their last football game. Bob, they also started 0-5. They won Man. their last five games to get to 5-5 five and five and to be 5-2 and two in the league and tie for second place to qualify for this bowl game. And, and darn it, they led for about the first 28 minutes of the second half against an Ashland team that was an NCAA Division II tournament team a season ago and came in at 8-3. and three. So a lot of intriguing storylines. You do get some kids that, you know, were injured and, and didn't play or, or frankly, right. were set for kind of postseason surgery and elected to take that surgery and not play in tonight's game. So, for example, Ashland played their top two senior running backs. Their top receiver was out. But their quarterback played, who had 23 touchdowns and four interceptions in the season. 
He had three touchdowns tonight, including the game-winning score with two minutes and seven seconds left to go in the game. All right, tomorrow at noon, correct, you and I are working. IUPUI hosting Northern Kentucky in um, Horizon League play. I I hope it's at noon. That's what time I'm expecting to work, so sometimes I never know. Uh, It'd be good. Uh, uh, Jags are still trying to put some things together. We've got about a minute here. Still trying to put some things together. Tough opener in conference play to uh, a, a very good Wright State team earlier in the week. You know, how, how we do business in the Horizon League has changed. Used to be the travel partners. You're on the road Thursday. You're on the road Saturday. They have broken that up. But IUPUI still gets the two kind of, you know, toughest road swing teams, even though one's at home to start the season in Wright State of Northern Kentucky. NKU loves that building by, the, by evidence of how they have played no. in the Horizon yeah. League semis and finals over the course of the previous three years that it has been in Indianapolis. Darren Horn's teams are always well coached. They're always good. Let's hope the Jaguars can uh, get a little motivation from the home, the home court tomorrow. And yes, sir, I will see you at noon for tip-off tomorrow. Greg Rakestraw, you are the best. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Coach. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Penn beats – who did Penn beat tonight? No, Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network. I've got – I can't read my own writing. Penn wins tonight, 73-51. Who did they beat? Yeah, uh, Coach, it was uh, the Penn Kings and beating the South Bend Clay uh, Colonial, 73-51. Okay, got it. Thank you, Tanner Camp. You're a lifesaver. It's a good <laughs> pin team, good solid win. We got a little change though. You know, we had replace Al Rhodes, so this is a start of a new era, so to speak. Yes, it is, Coach. But I tell you what, Al Rhodes was still in the building. They actually tonight decided that Al Rhodes, of course, one of the all-time great coaches in Indiana high school basketball. They actually renamed the floor after him, so now it'll the court will be a floor good, forever be good. called the Al Rhodes Kingsman Court, and very well deserving after their. A phenomenal season for the Kingsmen, uh, and really the question mark was they lose their whole starting five, obviously led by Mr. Basketball Marcus Burton, who's already right. off to a phenomenal start right. in his career at Notre Dame. But, Coach, it's not just that. They lost their whole starting five. Guys like Joey Garwood, Joe Yikes. Smith, uh, Josh Catethi, and Dylan Durda, they all graduated and moved on. And uh, as you mentioned, luckily Penn got a great hire that I'm a huge fan of, Barrett Kuhlman. What a spectacular job he did at Fort Wayne Northrop. No, he goes. Yeah. At, at Valparaiso. Yep. I mean, Tonight with the win, number 255, only 118 losses in the 16th year. And uh, Al Rose was definitely happy. And when you rename the floor, you want your team to win. And Penn looks very impressive <laughs> tonight in, in their 22-point win over uh, South Bend Clay. All right, so who plays well for the Kingsmen? Well, luckily it's Trey Miller, which is which is good, Coach. He was more of a bench guy that kind of just hit a couple threes and really Brian? just played defense. But, but tonight for the – for the 6'4 senior, he had a nice game for in front of his former coach. 19 points, 7 for 13 from the field, and 3 for 4 for, for downtown. So, again, 19 points, including 4 rebounds as well. And other players like Dominic Bonner, who also a member of the football team as well, for uh, Corey Yeoman and the Kingsman back in the fall, the 6'3 senior. Uh, he had himself a pretty good game as well. Six points, you know, only 2 for 6, but 2 for 2 from the free throw line. But uh, 
you know, this was a Penn team that the ball movement was was just phenomenal. That's something that, you know, Bear Kuhlman, uh, very similar style of coaching to Al Rhodes. And, and right now the focus is just finding those pieces. It's never easy when you lose a great starting five like Al had last year. But I also want to give a shout-out to the Colonials. They played a good game, Coach. They actually outscored the Kingsmen by one in the third and fourth mm-hmm. quarter. So mm-hmm. uh, this is a, a South Bend Clay team. I don't think you can just call uh, that I think are, are, are going to – put some pressure on teams, but for Penn, they're off to a really nice start with that great win against Carroll out of Fort Wayne on Saturday. So off to a nice right. 2-0 start right. in the Barrett Coolman era. They're looking to bounce back quick as they are at Crown Point uh, tomorrow night. Crown Point still on the hive playing for a football championship. Tonight, Penn over South Bend Clay, 73-51. Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network. Tanner, thank you so much for the call. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much, Coach. Always a pleasure to be here, and great to have Hoosier Steria in full swing right now. <laughs> I agree. Thanks a lot. Take care. Coming up, we have much more to come. we got a Top of the hour scoreboard update with Brendan King and then more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk.